Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We've been reading in the book of Leviticus, and I want to continue with that. Last time we read Leviticus chapter 6, and now this time we're going to read Leviticus chapter 7. Now, Leviticus chapter 6 was about guilt offerings and the priest's part in the offerings. The, the part of the offerings that they could keep for their own use. Now, here in chapter 7, we're going to talk more about the priest's part in the offerings and the rules on how they can use that and when they can use that and where they can use it. So, this is Leviticus chapter 7, and I am reading in the Amplified Bible. This is the law of the guilt offering. It is most holy. In the place where they kill the burnt offering, they are to kill the guilt offering and he shall sprinkle its blood around on the altar. Then he shall offer all its fat, the fat tail, and the fat that covers the entrails, and the two kidneys with the fat that is on them at the loins, and the lobe of the liver which he shall remove with the kidneys. The priest shall offer them up in smoke on the altar as an offering by fire to the Lord. It is a guilt offering. Every male among the priests may eat it. It shall be eaten in a holy place. It is most holy. The guilt offering is like the sin offering. There is one law for both of them. The priest who makes atonement with it shall have it for himself. The priest who presents any man's burnt offering shall have for himself the hide of the burnt offering which he has presented. Likewise, every grain offering that is baked in the oven and everything that is prepared in a pan or on a griddle shall belong to the priest who presents it. Every grain offering mixed with olive oil or dry, all the sons of Aaron may have one as well as another. Now this is the law of the sacrifice of peace offerings which shall be presented to the Lord. If one offers it as a sacrificial meal of thanksgiving, then along with the sacrifice of thanksgiving, he shall offer unleavened cakes mixed with oil, and unleavened wafers spread with oil, and cakes of fine flour mixed with oil. With the sacrifice of his peace offerings for thanksgiving, he shall present his offering with cakes of leavened bread. Of this he shall present one cake from each offering as a contribution to the Lord. It shall belong to the priest who sprinkles the blood of the peace offerings. The meat of the sacrifice of thanksgiving, presented as a peace offering, shall be eaten on the day that it is offered. None of it shall be left until morning. But if the sacrifice of his offering is a vow or a free will offering, it shall be eaten on the day that he offers his sacrifice, and on the next day that which remains of it may be eaten. But what is left over after the meat of the sacrifice on the third day shall be completely burned in the fire. If any of the meat of the sacrifice of his peace offerings is ever eaten on the third day, then it will not be accepted, and the one who brought it will not be credited with it. 
it shall be an abhorred offensive thing. The one who eats it shall bear his own guilt. The meat that comes in contact with anything that is unclean shall not be eaten. It shall be burned in the fire. As for other meat, everyone who is ceremonially clean may eat it. But the one who eats meat from the sacrifice of peace offerings which belong to the Lord, in his uncleanness, that person shall be cut off from his people, excluding him from the, from the atonement made for them. When anyone touches any unclean thing, human uncleanness or an unclean animal, or any unclean, detestable thing, and then eats the meat of the sacrifice of the Lord's peace offerings, that person shall be cut off from his people, excluding him from the atonement made for them. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, You shall not eat any fat from an ox, a sheep, or a goat. The fat of an animal which dies of natural causes, and the fat of one which is torn to pieces by a predator, may be put to any other use, but under no circumstances are you to eat it. For whoever eats the fat of the animal from which an offering by fire is presented to the Lord, that person who eats shall be cut off from his people, excluding him from the atonement being made for them. Moreover, you are not to eat any blood of any kind, whether of bird or animal, in any of your dwelling places. Whoever eats any blood, that person shall be cut off from his people. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, He who offers the sacrifice of his peace offerings to the Lord shall bring his offering to the Lord from the sacrifice of his peace offerings. With his own hands he is to bring offerings by fire to the Lord. He shall bring the fat with the breast, so that the breast may be presented as a wave offering before the Lord. The priest shall offer up the fat in smoke on the altar, but the breast shall be for Aaron and his sons. You shall give the right thigh to the priest as a contribution from the sacrifices of your peace offerings. The son of Aaron who offers the blood of the peace offerings and the fat shall have the right thigh as his portion. For I have taken the breast of the wave offering and the thigh of the heave offering from the Israelites, from the sacrifices of their peace offerings. And I have given them to Aaron the priest and to his sons as their perpetual portion from the Israelites. This is the consecrated portion from the offerings by fire to the Lord that was designated for Aaron and his sons on the day he presented them to serve as priests to the Lord. The Lord commanded this to be given to the priests by the Israelites on the day that he anointed them. It is their portion perpetually throughout their generations. This is the law of the burnt offering, the grain offering, the sin offering, the guilt offering, the consecration ordination offering, 
and the sacrifice of peace offerings, which the Lord commanded Moses at Mount Sinai on the day he commanded the Israelites to present their offerings to the Lord in the wilderness of Sinai. This chapter has been about the rules behind how the priest can have a portion of these offerings, and it's it's so that the priests who God is their portion of the Israelites' life and, and world. This is so that God is supplying and the Israelites are supplying for the priesthood so that they will have food and means to live. So I want to thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day. May the Lord bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.